When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. South Seas Healthcare, providing excellent health and well-being for Pacific people and all communities. Your home for everything rugby league. This is Running It Straight with Tony Kemp and Sam Hewitt on SENZ. Oh, that is rugby league. It is rugby league. It is Running It Straight here for your Wednesday, June the 7th. Uh, Sammy alongside Kempe in studio, taking you through until 3. Uh, big shout out to everyone. Listening and watching on YouTube Live, you can leave a comment on there or you can text us on double eight double three. We will get your messages and we'll uh, discuss them throughout the show. Lots coming up in the next hour, though. Uh, we're going to talk very shortly about the uh, the games game and games on the weekend in the NRL. Uh, and then we're going to catch up with Warriors high-flying winger at the moment, Dallin Wateniz-Elesniak. Actually gave him a new nickname on the weekend, didn't we, Kempe? Started off as Zach. Uh, well, you did. Well, started off as Ear Dallin. Uh, sort of like a Michael Jordan tribute, and then uh, someone rightfully tweeted us and told us it should be Hair Dallin. So Hair <laughs> Dallin is what uh, his new nickname is going to be. We'll find out if he likes it, uh, amongst a, a bunch of other things as well. Um, we will ask him about his hair too, Kempi. A lot of people want to know what the routine is. Is it natural? Uh, where does it come from? Uh, he's going to answer all that, I'm sure, in around about 10 minutes' time. Uh, after 2.30, we're going to uh, have a listen in to some of the voicemails that have come in as part of our One New Zealand Warriors voicemail segment. Now, if you have uh, not been hearing this playing throughout the, the station, it's really simple. All you've got to do is call up 0800-37-GO-WARRIORS, leave a voice message uh, with your... Uh, well, just any message of support really for the Warriors or tell us why you're the biggest fan of the club and you get a chance to win a massive prize package that includes uh, flights to a game next year, uh, accommodation, you get a free phone with mobile data plan, everything. Um, we're going to listen to some of the entries that have come in just to inspire a little bit uh, and Kempi will sort of maybe do a, a Britain's Got Talent and uh, have his finger on a buzzer and uh, let us know if you're going to give him the gold the gold X or not, Kempi. Um, and then we'll also talk through uh, this weekend's NRL matchups, including a big one on Friday night for the Warriors v the Raiders. Uh, Jared Croker's 300th game, so a lot to play for for them, and the Warriors looking to get back-to-back wins. And a debutant in the centres, which I really want to talk to Kempi about as well. But we start the show as we always do. Kempi just having a look back over the round on the weekend. Uh, maybe just start with the Warriors and the win over the Dolphins. Had a couple of days to sit back and just ruminate on it. 30 points to eight and probably uh, their best performance so far in 2023. Well, the the good thing about the win on the weekend, Sam, wasn't that the score blew out 30 points to eight because, you know, that that was coming. That uh, that blowout was coming. I thought it was going to come against Brisbane. They, they couldn't get the ball down over the try line. They got frustrated. Um, but later on in the, in the second half of the Dolphins, they go out there and they score 30 points. Um, it was more about their defence, like the way that they played for field position and, and just stifled the Dolphins' side from coming out of their own half. I think we counted about half a dozen times that they got inside the 30-metre uh, line uh, close to the trial line of the Warriors, which is their good ball zone, to actually try and put on some um, attacking plays. And when you're playing at this level, that's just that's just not enough. And uh, a real big battle in the middle of the park, you know, from the Bromwich boys, especially SASA, uh, and the defence that they were... Um, Putting on, you know, you saw Aidan Fenua Blake shoot out of the line and put a tackle on. Mitch Barnett was leading that uh, with the speed of the line. 
eventually the toll on the on the physicality of the game played into the Warriors' hands with that field position and Sean Johnson went on the cutter and and, and carved up in the first half with, the, with that first try and, of course, starting the roll with a second try. Some very, very good tries. The one mm. down the short side where Nickel Klockstark took, took that ball, passed it to Bailey Surin and he gets tackled around the waist, finds Maratu Nuokore and sliding up from the inside. If you have a look at how far um, Luke came from, I mean, Luke Metcalf came from to get that ball back, Mate, that's that's really exciting for five eight, you mm. know, because he's got uh, that's called footballing ability, you know what I mean? Footballing now, so he's got vision to get to that spot before anyone else. And um, look, I just I just think that they're playing really really well at the moment. It was it was being brewing that uh, that type of scoreline. Uh, I thought it was a week earlier. They, hopefully, yeah. they get that down in Brisbane because we're doing great Hawks Bay with what the stuff that they've been through and of course go home from Tohu they saved it till the week later against the Dolphins and like Wayne Bennett said what do you do what do you do against the Warriors side with Sean Johnson playing like that and of course everyone else stepping up to the plate uh, Mitch Barnett and Wade Egan inclusions back into the team how how massive with, with they particularly Mitch Barnett who you got to remember has been out for the best part of 11 weeks I would struggle to find a better return from a player who's been out for 11 weeks than what Mitch Barnett gave up on, on Saturday well especially coming back from a neck injury and throwing himself into that game like he did through that period for a long period of time, you know what I mean? You'd, you'd think he'd work his way back into it, but he actually le- um, led the line speed and the and the first couple of tackles when he came on and just drove other players to be right beside him uh, defensively, which I thought was you know what's been missing through that middle of the park. They actually did what. Uh, Sydney City did to them early on with, with that field position game and went down and, and tackled their way to a win. Uh, Wade Egan, well, the difference between Lussick and Wade Egan is that Wade Egan is a bit more of a smart footballer than, than Lussick. He knows how to sell things. You know, he's shaping one side, going the other, especially around the ruck. He's getting players coming onto the football. So, you know, if you're calling a blindside play, he'll step out to the open and move a, move the markers one side and split the A defenders and then go back and hit the other guy on the other side of the ruck. Or he'll get a quick play the ball and just make sure that if you're coming back, and, and this is where Maratu Nuakure loves running off Wade Egan, is that when he gets the football, Egan's done enough with the markers to know that he's not going to get hit in the next couple of metres and he can mm. get some speed up behind that ruck. So um, Wade Egan needs to be on the football field with a side. You know, it's one of, one of the areas which, uh, we are very, very delicate in. You know, HIA, we're losing both those hookers because of it. We've just got to man- make sure we manage it uh, as the season goes on because, you know, sitting in, sitting in the spot that we're in, going into the back, uh, back end of the season, mate, we're a dead set chance to just slowly create a little bit of havoc in this table. Yeah, no, I agree. We're gonna. Um, I just want to ask you one more question on the Warriors, and we will just quickly talk about some of those other games over the course of the weekend. Uh, you did mention something in the commentary box on Saturday, Kempi, around Sean Johnson. There was a tackle he made on uh, Lemuelu where uh, he basically wrapped up the arms and didn't let the off road away. And you mentioned a, a ball carrying tactic. Uh, was it hidden hidden spin? Hidden, or hit? Well, it's a shrug. It's called a shrug movement. So you basically, if you're watching players, they'll run in and they'll they'll lift their arms up. Like most front runners, they're pain in the pain in the ass to tackle. <laughs> they run with their elbows up and they'll get you in the sternum. That's where a lot of the sternum injuries come from. It's from a front row. You look at uh, Warrior Hargreaves, the way that he runs, he's always giving you an elbow. There's a yep. guy back in my day called Marty Masella, mate. He was just, you didn't want to tackle him too high because he'd, he'd knock you out with his elbows. But what you do is you go in and you make that contact. And as you make that contact, then you pull back with your arm and you shrug, you shrug the player and the ball arm free and you offload it and you get a second movement. So as you throw that back, then the, the team goes behind them. They were gone. They were gone when they went down that right-hand side. And Sean, um, Shawnee hit that bloke, that, that 
back rower. And I remember watching it going, oh, that's a good shot. That was that needed to be made. And then he's, as you've, my eyes have focused, because they're 100 miles away, gone, shit, that was Sean Johnson. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think defensively, like we're talking about how well Sean Johnson's going offensively, um, Maratu Nuakore and the way that the boys are really aiming up in the middle has made him feel really confident back in his, himself. And yep. some of the tackles, I'm not just talking about that one instance. I'm talking about, you know, these rounds that he's played through all year. He's pulled off some really, really good tackles defensively. And when, like uh, we had Webby on earlier on the week saying, you're asking players to do something and they're actually seeing you do it, he's getting loads of confidence out of it. Mm. You know, he's he's playing probably probably as good as an ageing Sean Johnson would, would have to play when you're thinking about what, where he's been in his career. And um, I just hope he can he can continue to, to deliver that form and I hope hope that he stays injury-free because he's having a season for the ages. Yeah, fingers crossed. And uh, yeah, great to get that little bit of analysis as well. Can be things that people probably don't really think about when they're just watching at home. Uh, other games on over the weekend, Raiders beating the West Tigers 20 points to 19. That was a bit of a clanger finish there with the with the penalty on Jamal Fogarty and then they, they hit the two, the Raiders, to go in front. Um, Tigers nearly snatched another one there. The, the Rabbitohs beaten the Titans quite comfortably. Uh, the Broncos with a win over the Sharks, which I thought was relatively impressive. Then uh, the Roosters with just a one-point victory over the Bulldogs thanks to a Luke Carey field goal. Uh, the Cowboys, 45 points to 20 over the Storm, and the Panthers getting the job done over the Dragons, 26 points to 18. Which of, the, which of those other games sort of stood out for you over well, last weekend? It's got to be the Storm, seriously. You know, the Cowboys, they get towed up by 66 points a couple of weeks earlier, and then they come out um, against arguably one of the top four teams and turn them over and turn them over quite convincingly. You know, they, they didn't have uh, too many players out. They had a few backing up from origin, but to, to come out and play like that, the Cowboys had a couple playing, come back from origin too, you know, and, and put that on. I've got to be really careful because when I watch the game, when I watch that game, Cowboys and Storm, Origin does this to teams. Origin plays teams into form. Yeah. You know, so you, you get a couple of Queensland boys come back for the Cowboys and the boys start bouncing off them. It's not the players that are playing Origin, it's the players that are around them. And they get a bit of a buzz out of the whole thing. And you, I just think the storm got done on the back of Origin. I think, you know, the Cowboys were where they are in Queensland. The Queensland win on the Wednesday night, and then they come back in, the camp's boyo'd by that win. They just went out there and they felt really good. And some of the tries, I've got to say, were were first class. You know, that's the free-flowing type of Cowboys team that that we've come to see. And for the Storm to turn up 45 points, mate, Bellamy would not be happy. I think uh, putrid was the word that Bellamy used, which uh, (laughs) no one's ever heard him use that word before. So you think the Cowboys are back? I do. I think I think we've got to be really careful of the Cowboys and if they do go on a run. You know, we know they've got the team because the team's been there and we're just short caught short last year. If they decide to go on a run, the, see the thing with the season is the season's still long enough to get a run. And you know this as a as a coach and, and when you're doing your analysis that the teams that get three or four wins back to back, they're the teams that you've got to be really worried about. Mm. And I think the Cowboys have the team to do that. Text us on double eight double three. your thoughts of the uh, rounds NRL action, including that Warriors win over the Dolphins. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have Dallin Zelezniak on the phone. Uh, you can also send your comments through on our YouTube live for all those people watching on there. So stick with us. Dallin Zelezniak coming up next. South Seas Healthcare, providing excellent health and wellbeing for Pacific people and all communities. Have your say on the great game of rugby league. 0800 150 811. This is Running It Straight on SENZ. 
Yeah, coming up 20 minutes past two here on Running It Straight, big shout-out to South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider. And joining us on the line now, uh, I'd argue he's probably the fan favourite of 2023, Kempi, although there's quite a few uh, that that you can put that moniker on. Uh, Dallin Matini's a Lesniak, the high-flying winger who's scored uh, an ordinate amount of tries in 2023. He's on the line with us now. Uh, good afternoon to you, Dallin. Uh, hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, I appreciate um, having me on the show. And, uh, yeah. Mate, talk to me about uh, Saturday. 30 points to eight against the Dolphins. Uh, 24,000 at Mount Smart. You're wearing the old school jerseys. You bag a yeah. couple of meat pies yourself, mate. You look like you're just absolutely loving it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing um, There's nothing better than playing at Mount Smart. I remember playing against the Warriors at Mount Smart. It was all, always good because, you you know, your family was there, but you always knew it was, it was, um, the crowd was loud and um, going to give it to you. So to be on the other end now and being at Mount Smart, it's actually... Probably up there, one of my favourite stadiums uh, that I that I play at. Hey, Dallin, it's Kempe here, mate. You're obviously having a great season. I'm making it seven tries in seven games. What do you put that down to? What's going right for you in 2023? Um, I don't know. I'm really, I'm still like, um, I've got a routine that I got going and tweaking that. But for me, I, I really think it's just been being back home where I'm from with my wife and kids and. I think also a big one too is um, actually it probably is the reason why um, is just Webby and the way he uh, he's helped me with my my game and simplifying it and um, and and all our games if we just we just know if we go in there and we do our role then it goes a long way to us winning the game and mm. not having to worry about anything else but our own role and how we can nail that. Mate, that's a real common theme, eh, when talking with uh, a lot of the other boys is firstly the, the being back home and being with family, et cetera, but, but also the impact of Webby. What Can you just sort of, I guess, enlighten us a little bit as to maybe some of the tweaks that you've made to your own game? And, and we all know that you, you sort of started out as a fullback. You've sort of shifted to the wing at your time at the yeah. Warriors. What's what's just a, few, a couple of things that you've been really focusing on in 2023? I think, uh, well, in the preseason, I was really focused on my defence. Um, all the games that I've played well in or, um, or gotten praise for, uh, I felt like it's my defense that has, um, has said that for me. Because uh, I know when my defense is well, their attack looks after itself. I'm not worrying about, oh, I've done this wrong, I've done that. I can just, I can just play. And I think, um, before I got injured in the preseason, I was really at the top of that with me. And then coming back after, I think I had seven games out the start of the season coming back I was a bit rusty but I feel like now I've sort of got my bearings back again mm. from beforehand and um, yeah I really think that everything that we're doing well is coming off our defence and, and that, I, I feel that personally for me um, if I'm defending well then everything sort of looks after itself yeah for sure talk to us about um the, the person inside you, your centre, because we, we always talk about on the show how centre is one of the hardest positions in rugby league. You know, you've yeah. got so much responsibility both on attack and defence. Now, you, you've had a lot of change in and around you given the injuries that we've had. Uh, even, yeah. on the, even on the weekend, you, you found you found Josh Curran lurking out there next year. Yeah. How does that, I guess, change your mindset mid-game and what are the sort of conversations you're having to sort of make sure that even if it is someone new, you're both on the same page? Yeah, well... Josh and I, like, as soon as he came to center, uh, to play center, he just looked over to me and he goes, bro, you've got to talk to me the whole time. And I said, yeah, don't worry. Like, A big one for us is our communication. Like, if we're communicating and we know what's coming, we know what we're doing, then we pretty much solve everything. 
I think we went, well, it happened on the weekend, they scored. But we went about four games on our heads with no tries. So we were, um, we got a process that we've got to follow and Josh fell into that. And I think that's, we've had, like you said, we've chopped and changed with our injuries. And um, the best thing about it is we all know the system. And when someone fills in, you're able to, um, I guess, coach on the run. Instead of having, like, sometimes I've been in uh, games where after the game you get to video and you're like, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that, whereas we can do that on the run instead of having to wait until the day after when the game's finished and I'm trying to fix it. Mate, I actually wanted to ask you something around that. In years gone by, the Warriors team, they would often put their heads down. They'd succumb to a bit of, uh, of negativity. A penalty or a knock-on would usually lead to points, but this year you guys seem to have a lot of lot of resilience. You guys are really backing up defensively when you make an error. What do you put that down to? Yeah, I, I, do, I still think we're, we're still working on that. I don't think we've, um, we've hit the mark with that. Um, but yeah, we're just really trying to focus in on um, what's next. Like, I mean, that's for me, that's the focus. Like, everyone's going to make, like, I think if you're going into games thinking you're not going to do something wrong, it's um, like, wishful thinking there's always going to be something that goes wrong and it's um, just what like your mindset of being what's next and how can I how can I fix uh, what's gone wrong kind of thing instead of dwelling on it I think like I just spoke before about if I get the fence right I'm not worrying about when I'm trying to attack like oh I've done this wrong with the fence like you're thinking and you're not thinking about it mm. I think um, yeah for me like um, just yeah the mind's real clear and our role and clarity in that. So mm. I think that goes a long way in, in, um, in us being able to defend things and knowing that, oh, what's next? Okay, we've done something wrong. What can we do next? Do you Just feel like... like let, let's defend the set kind of thing. Like That's the, that's the chat out on that. But yeah. Feel like, yeah. yeah, for sure. Do you feel like the there's a lot more confidence in the team this year. Like, I'm sure you guys don't talk about, um, you know, oh, we, you know, we want to make top eight, we want to make top four, we want to win a grand final, we yeah. want to win a premiership. That's the goal for anyone and every team. Yeah. But do you feel like there's just a little bit more confidence in the side this year? Yeah, I think I think the confidence is built from what we just spoke about. Like, when you defend something, you, you only get, you feel bigger, you feel better, like, every time you turn someone away. So I think the fact that we keep doing it is building confidence. So, yeah, I reckon you could say our confidence is building and, um, and yeah. Hey, Dallin, can I talk to you a little bit about your background and your heritage? You know, your great-grandfather, the great Steve Watini, is synonymous with the game of rugby league in this country. Can you just finish by telling us a little bit about your name, both the Watini and Zelezniak uh, names? Where do they come from? Oh, well, Watini is my grandpa Steve, my mum's side. So my mum's a Watini. Her dad was um, Steve's son. Um, two boys. Um, but, uh, and then Zalezniak is my dad's last name, which is Polish. So my dad's half Tom and half Polish. But, um, and then when my grandfather passed away, he, um, there was only ever one boy in the family to carry on their name. So when he passed away, my dad, well, I got three brothers, so there's four of us to carry on the name. My dad changed it back to, um, to Zalezniak for him. And, um, and yeah, that's how we got Zalezniak. But then my dad told my mum to go and do the papers, so my mum thought she'd be funny and chuck Watson right there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I see it. And then dad got the papers back and was like, what the heck have you done? 
and then you're just sort of just sort of stuck. So my my parents, my parents and youngest brother are just Silesia. Right. That's uh, it's it's it's, it's got to be the most interesting combination, right? You've got a, a, a Māori surname and a, and a Polish surname. I mean, that's it's almost unheard of. But it, but it, but it makes for a great ring, mate. When you're calling it out in the commentary booth, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, so, no, a lot of people um, sometimes I watch games back, and a lot of people struggle with it. But and they <laughs> a lot of people get upset. But to be honest, people have been getting it wrong for my whole life, so I'm pretty used to it. No, no, mate, no, no, we have to get it right, and we do try our best uh, here in the commentary box. Uh, talk, talk to us a little bit just about the that legacy, um, Dallin, and I know you're a very proud uh, New Zealander, and you, you love putting on that Kiwis jersey and representing the Kiwis. You've obviously kept them, them as well, but talk to us a little bit about what it means to have that legacy of the of the Watine name. Yeah, I didn't realise um, until I started playing. I, I knew about my grandpa, Steve, and how he played. He played rugby league and what he did for the Māori um, community, and not only footy but in politics and that as well. I knew he did some big things, but I think when I started playing for the Kiwis and we'd go to we'd go to Marais and um, we'd have poor fitties and that, and then I'd hear them talk about my uh, my grandfather, and it just showed me sort of um, started to realise how influential he actually was um, away from the field as much as he was on the field. And I think um, I think it's pretty special. It's something I've always sort of been proud of to be able to be like a direct line from him, kind of thing. So um, yeah, it makes me proud, and I wish I, I wish I got to meet him and spend some time with him, pick his brains, or um, even if we had um, a couple of diaries or something to read, um, it would have been nice. But yeah, it sort of come like hearing those stories and knowing about him sort of um, motivated me a little bit. Knowing that, on oh, not oh yeah, you could say that like knowing that I gotta sort of live up to what he said or mm. what he did, and trying to yeah, I guess make him proud and his name proud because at mm. the end of the day, it's his name. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome to hear. Well, a couple more uh, quick ones to finish, mate. Now you probably thought uh, this one was going to come. We we said we were getting you on the show, and uh, we got yeah. a bunch of people messaging us. Asking about your hair, so you got oh to yeah. tell us. So most people want to know what the routine is. Other people want to know yeah. is it is it natural? What does it take? How much time and effort does it take? And how does it all work? Uh, literally, like it doesn't take too long. A lot of people think my hair is permed. It is. <laughs> it's not permed, but when people say it's permed, it's like, I usually get I copy from the crowd sometimes, and they're like, "Oh, like what are you doing with your perm?" And I look back, and it's usually the ball fellas that are giving it to me. <laughs> But um, but what's the good? Yeah, a lot of people think I perm my hair, but yeah, no, it's not perm. My um, um, I literally the the thing I do is when I hop out of the shower, I don't dry my hair. I just let it drip dry. Right, that's the. And secret. then yeah, my 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 daughters have the same hair as me, so um, my wife's got a few products for them, like this spray that she uses. This can like so it doesn't knot because my hair goes my hair my hair will get knotty as. Or like it could potentially go into dreads if I don't brush it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was actually a funny story because my my daughter looks nothing like me, and then she had curly as hair. And we were wondering where she got that from. We're like, man, where the heck does she get her curly hair from? My mum and I have curly, and then I grew my hair out, and it, it happened and to there be it curly. Is. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh far out, it's me. It's all natural. It's all natural. And what is it when you're running, mate? Is it uh, we actually discuss this in the commentary box on the weekend? Is it is it aerodynamic? Does it hold you up a little bit? 
<laughs> I don't know, but it feels nice slapping the back of my neck. <laughs> it looks good too, man. It looks good too. We actually came up with a nickname for you. We well, on the weekend we called you Ear Dallin because of your obviously you're jumping in Ear the air. Ear Dallin. But then but then someone tweeted us and said you've got to call him Hair Dallin. So you're gonna be Hair Dallin. You're gonna be Hair Dallin. That's your new nickname. I'm not sure if you're a big fan, but that's what we're going with. Uh, I don't I don't mind that one. That's really cool. <laughs> awesome, man. Hey, look, it's been really good to catch up uh, with you, Dallin. Um, like I said, when we said we were getting you on, just lots of messages. Uh, people absolutely yeah. love having you at the club. You've been going great in 2023, mate, along with the rest of the team. And uh, yeah, really excited to see what the uh, the next 10 or 11 games have in store for this year. So uh, yeah. thanks each for coming on, mate, and good luck for the rest of the year. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. There you go. Uh, Dallin Martinez, Lesnar, yeah, what, a, what a legend and uh, all about the hair. Can you see that he gets the most stick from the board fellas in yeah, the crowd? Well, of course you'd be jealous <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a hairline like that. He's actually got a hairline with all those board blokes. That's got nothing, mate. He's, he's got that much running off him. There's one of them not behind him catching the leftovers. Mm. So they, they can use it another time. <laughs> just, to, just to touch on Putty, um, Tiffany um, Watene, which is, which is Steve um, Watene. Mm. Like, he was the first Māori um, captain of the Kiwi team and, of course, a politician um, down in Parliament as well that, that passed away in Parliament House. Was he the first Māori in Parliament or the first Māori, like, rugby league captain that had made yeah, it into Parliament, I'm, I'm, something like that? Yes, it's, he was on... Not the, uh, I think as far as Parliament goes, he was, was held in great esteem, and mm. that she, they actually played for a shield that um, is still around. I'm pretty sure that it's involved now in New Zealand Māori Rugby League, but it was one of the most prestigious shields that you could play for back in the day. So uh, the pedigree of Dallin is is right up there, and it's really really cool that he he had a, <laughs> had a chance to talk about his whakapapa, but also about how he came about the name when his mother took it to get the name changed and decided yeah. to slide what. And into Zalesniak, yeah, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really cool story. Like, he's a crowd favourite. Like, no, don't put here aside. He's a crowd favourite because of the effort that he puts in week totally. in week out. Yeah. He's arguably the best player last year. We spoke mm. about that every time we commentated. Um, but this year, with him in the game, like in the last seven weeks, if you've backed him for a try scorer, yeah, you're, you're going to get paid. For jam. You're going to get paid. So. Uh, I think he's got plenty more in him this year, and he's obviously a very smart footballer too. You know, this is the way that he articulated uh, the reasons why they are feeling so resilient, and why they're they're jumping on, uh, I guess that roller coaster, um, jumping off that roller coaster and onto each other's positive positivity when their defences are on song. So good to hear from him. Yeah, no, he's an awesome bloke and, and real top uh, character as well. We uh, just communicated a little bit uh, pre and post interview, and just yeah, really really nice guy. Great to have him on. Running it straight this afternoon, you can uh, respond to react if you want on double eight double three you can drop a comment in the youtube there are plenty there which we will get to after news sport and weather you're listening to running it straight here on ecnz thanks to south seas healthcare auckland's largest pacific well-being service provider 25 minutes away from three here on running it straight and i'll go th- just through your uh, your comments on the youtube channel quickly uh joey says uh, dwz definitely needs an endorsement deal with soul glow uh, for real he needs a hair endorsement deal with a company well i'm sure that's probably in the works somewhere kempe uh, interesting to hear that it was all natural, though. I would have thought there was quite a lot that went into that. Ooh, but. Yeah, well, he needs to go and get that sorted out. He's got a bit of, he's got a bit of oily hair going on there. He's so. got the, no, he said he's got the wife's uh, <laughs> hair products in there. I'm sure she can uh, help him out with the deal. Uh, they got a bit of the Rick James look. And, you know, you're always talking about Lionel Richie, but to me, I reckon it's the Rick James look, mate. He's a bit of a super freak. <laughs> I always, uh, this is from Joey again, I always love the way DWZ brings the ball back hard. Reminds me of Carmichael Hunt. That was from Joey. Uh, the NRL fanatic says uh, DWZ is the man. Love the energy he brings to the team. Um, and another one from 
League 278 says, what's Kempe's metabolic age still looking like he could play? I don't, know, I don't feel like it. Yeah. Um, 100%. Maybe if Sammy Hewitt was on the other side, I'd definitely play. I'd definitely play. If you were a cheeky little halfback, yeah. you'd cop a couple of clips. No, no, I, just I thought we, you said I'd be a fullback. Didn't you say I'd be a fullback? Well, that's because I couldn't hide you. <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't put you on the wing because I'd find you, but I'd put you at fullback. At least you can run away. The thing is, get um, a head start. The thing is, guys, you know, <laughs> Kempe made his name from his goal kicking. And. Um, Gee, I don't know if you've seen him kick recently, but he's got no place on rugby league field. <laughs> Just kidding. Look at, look at this junior. Just kidding. Look, okay, hey, to this junior. All right, we're going to have a bit of fun now because um, we've been doing our One New Zealand Warriors voicemail competition. So we're looking for the One New Zealand Warriors biggest fan. All you've got to do is call 0800-37-GO-WARRIORS. Leave a voicemail telling us why you're the Warriors' one big fan. You're in to win an ultimate fan experience. That's thanks to One New Zealand. There's all sorts involved uh, if you are the winner. And all you've got to do is ring that number and leave a voicemail. So what I thought we'd do is we'd take a couple of uh, clips of some of the voicemails that have come in so far, Kempi, and uh, hopefully inspire people to send one in. So here is uh, caller number one. From the fire department. Phone the police, but don't phone the ambulance. No need. It's one, one, one New Zealand warriors, and it's our year. We're going all the way. Well, we're going all the way, he reckons, Kempe. That's not <laughs> one, a bad one. One, one, <laughs> one. One, one, New Zealand warriors. Like don't call the ambulance. Right, let's hear from caller number two. Hello. Um, I'm a really big fan of the warriors, and um, it'll help out a lot for our family if we could win. Um, we have been supporting for years and years and we've got um, nearly every single piece of merchandise from the Warriors and we love your show. It would mean a lot to us if you could pick up. Oh, that's how heartwarming is that, Kempe? Oh, yeah, that's, I think pu- that's, that's a winner. Pu- that's pulling that's, on the strings. That's almost a winner, yeah, telling us uh, you're pulling on Kempe's heartstrings. Let's go to uh, caller number three. Up the Warriors. I've been a member uh, for over 10 years now. In fact, I was there uh, the first game in 95. I, I got a, a cap. I have a cap signed by the uh, inaugural team. Um, I drive four hours every home game from Kitty Kitty in Northland with my little boy. And um, it's, we just love the team. We love the boys. That's our team. Uh, and, um, yeah, just just in love with, with, with the whole the whole brand, the whole, the whole 40 club. So up the Warriors. And, um, yeah, thank you. Go the Warriors! There you go. That's all you got to do. Just ring up the voicemail, leave a message. And we're playing some of them out across the station. And if you are the winner, you win a great prize pack. So it's pretty sure free to call. 0800 37 Go Warriors. Why not? Throw your name in the hat. I think I even heard a couple from you there, Kempi, but you're not eligible, unfortunately. (laughs) There's actually a text in here from John that says, Kempi, loving your game analysis when you're not bagging the Warriors way back when we were struggling. Like your mix of support and tough love this year. That's from John. Well, yeah, honey, it's uh, it's really about uh, balance, you know. Like I wasn't probably saying anything that everyone was thinking. I was the only one who had the courage to say it when they were going pretty average. And um, you know, uh, do uh, you know good comments are due when they're due, and of course they're due at the moment because they are playing playing really well. And it's quite easy to give a, a balanced opinion when when they're putting in an effort week on week out. The, look, I just did a podcast with a, with a mate of mine up in Newcastle. It's been thirty years since I spoke to him. Back in the early days when Newcastle came came aboard, the town would pack out the stadium. They put thirty thousand people in, a lot like what the Warriors are doing at the moment. All that town expected was effort. You know what I mean? And I think what we're getting this year, and why it's so easy to talk about them, John, is because you're getting effort whether they lose or win week in week out, and that goes a long way to keeping people happy. 
Texting in from Sam as well that came in through on double eight double three. Hey boys, love SJ and the way he's playing. My only gripe is how conservative he is when kicking for touch on penalties. He often only gains ten or fifteen meters, but the ball lands twenty uh, lands twenty meters over the line this, over, over the sideline, meaning he could have gained much more. Any idea why he is so conservative? He has been this way his whole career. That's yeah, from Sam. It's it's sort of you know when you want to kick the ball long. Yeah, and you want to make as many yards as you can. And it's one of the things that you think about, oh, geez, I hope he gets another 20 metres on that kick or 15 metres or whatever. Sometimes they just want to kick it out and get the game back into motion. So they're not really worried about chewing it off. And you'll see that, especially if they're kicking close to the halfway, they won't actually go for too many yards because they want to actually have a few shots from a little bit further out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I hear what you're saying. It's always nice to, to get a kick as far as you can. The other the other problem that you do have when you go for that, if you don't hit it right, um, turning it over, it is one of the cardinal sins, turning a football over from a penalty. Mm-hmm. You know, So we do see it happen where I think Sean Johnson right at the beginning of the year, remember, he hit that nice long kick and yep. everyone's going, right, that's exactly what I wanted and they caught it yeah. right on the on the sideline. Um, and, and of course, those are my big momentum shifts. Yeah. I think the one for me, Kempi, is like when we get a penalty on the 20 or the 30 and it, yeah, it only goes 10 metres when you really do want good field position at that stage. I totally get your point about being closer to halfway. You do want to allow yourself a bit of a run up, but maybe just out of our own end, if we could pick up an extra 10, you know, that, that's an extra tackle basically in hand. So uh, take your point, Sam. Appreciate your text as well. You can keep uh, your text coming on double eight double three, or you can drop a comment on the YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will have a look at a Raiders v Warriors this Friday nights live here on ECNZ. Myself and Blake Ashford. Kempe's uh, taking a weekend off. So uh, this Friday night, 8pm kickoff, and it's Jared uh, Croker's 300th game. Plenty to talk about. We'll do it all after the break. This is Running It Straight on ECNZ. Yeah, welcome back into Running It Straight. 30 minutes away from three. Uh, we will have a look at the Raiders at Warriors game this Friday night at 8pm. And it is uh, up in Canberra for Jared Croker's 300th. The Raiders sitting in sixth position on the ladder. The Warriors in seventh. The Raiders on 18 points. The Warriors on 16. So quickly just go through the team list for you. So for the Warriors, starting at number one, Charles Nicole Klukstar, the two wingers, Dallin Martinez, Lesniak, Marcelo Montoya. The two centres, Adam Pompey, and a debut a debut for Ali uh, Lato. You don't have to help me here, Kimby. Leotawa. Leotawa. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about him shortly. Luke Metcalf, Sean Johnson in the halves. Adam Fanor, Blake Bunty are forward. The two front rowers, Wade Egan in the hooking role. Jackson Ford, Nia Quarter, and Torhu Harris, the back rowers. Then on the bench, you've got Bailey Surin and Josh Curran, Mitch Barnett and Tom Ali. So a pretty much unchanged side from uh, the weekend, Kimby, except for um, Ali in the centres, who uh, takes over from Rocco Berry. Yeah, and he must be going all right um, to get in there and put, put in the centres, because you thought maybe you know, you'd know you shift Dallin into that centre position and maybe bring in another winger, but they've gone straight for Ali uh, into the centres. Uh, had Jerry Susu in for breakfast this morning, and he was basically saying that he'd uh, been moved into 5-8 and actually carved up from that, did, from yeah, that half he, position. Yep. Uh, so his form's pretty good. Oh, look, I think uh, up, up against uh, Jared Crocker, um, um, Matt uh, Tomoko, you know, like he's he he's going to be under a little bit of uh, pressure. The kid apparently can can play. It's about whether or not he can step up to this next level. Uh, and on all accounts, he, he's... He can step up to this next level. They they rate him down at the club, and I'm not just talking about the staff. I'm talking about the players. So, I don't, I, look, I don't think he he struggles too much against this game in Canberra. I actually think the Warriors are playing better football than Canberra. Um, currently, it's going to be a, a great game. You know, most of the times when we go to Canberra, we do turn, turn, um, tend to turn up and play some good football. So, uh, with that side not having too many changes to it, um, apart from Rocco Berry being out, 
uh, I like the shape of the Warriors, mate. I think they'll I think they'll go there wanting to uh, spoil the party. Yeah, so I was trying to find the stats on um, Ali that got published from New South Wales Cup, but he's scored a bunch of tries in the games he's played. I think he's averaging about 130 metres a game as well. Plenty of tackle breaks can be so an exciting young player that the club really does rate. Um, for the Raiders, I'll just quickly run through their team. Sebastian Chris starts in the fullback position, Albert Hopoate and Jordan Rapana on the wings, Jared Croker, Matthew Timicott in the centres, Jack White and Jamal Fogarty are the halves, Josh Papali'i, Joseph Tarpany in the propping stock, Zach Wolford to start at hooker, then Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead, Corey Horsburgh in the back row, Tom Starling, Emre Gula, uh, Nick Kotrick and uh, Pasami Solo on the interchange. It's a Raiders team, Kempe, that for Ricky Stewart has done a job in 2023. They they came close against the uh, Tigers, uh, they came close to losing last week, but they've tipped up some of the competition favourites as well, uh, so it, it really is a, a massive test for the Warriors this yeah, Friday. It's a little bit of a slow start to the season, then they went through that that run, um, great forward pack. You know, if you look at Hudson Young, Joseph Tarpin and Josh Papali, um, of course you put Elliot Whitehead, the Great Britain International in there, and Corey Halsberg, who they're saying is going to get a call up uh, to Queensland Origin in the state in the second state of Origin game. This is this is a game where uh, Halsberg especially is wanting to put his hands up so that the Origin uh, selectors say, "Yep, we'll take you in that side." And then you've you've got that front row, especially with Tom Starling coming off the bench for Zach Wolford, causing some havoc in and around that dummy half area uh, when the when the forwards of the Warriors get tired. But look, the forward pack for the Warriors ain't ain't no nobody forward pack either, mm-hmm. uh, especially with you know uh, Mitch Barnett coming off the bench. I think that he adds a lot of starch to the side. It'd be really nice if we had Dills Walker back for this one, but we haven't. Um, but the but the the side, the starting side, Jackson Ford, Maratu Nuakuri on those edges. Maratu Nuakuri was close to the best player. I agree. Against the Dolphins, mm-hmm. um, Toru Harris playing with a with a busted knee is still looking really good. And Aiden Fanua Blake, I haven't seen him defend like that, uh, like he did on on the weekend uh, for a long time. Because generally we're talking about his ball carries, and uh, of course adding Wade Egan back to that that mix, you've got some deception in and around that. Uh, you know, if there if there is somewhere where we can win this game, I actually think it's in the halves. I actually think you know you've got Jamel Fogarty and Jack White in that. Uh, are good footballers, but I don't think they're going as well as what Sean is going at the moment and as good as Luke Metcalf is getting. Mm-hmm. So three games in for Luke Metcalf. He has seen what he can do in the second in the second game. Mate, he's just going to get better and better. Yeah, this has Game of the Round written all over it, Kempe. In terms of the emotion of uh, a milestone game and a big one in that it's 300 for Jared Croker, um, what are the conversations from both coaches, from, from Ricky Stewart's point of view in terms of you know stepping up on a big occasion, but also from Andrew Webster to try and coach his side through what's going to be a pretty emotive evening in Canberra. It's going to probably be a sellout as well, lots of noise. What what's sort of both coaches going to be saying to their teams? Well, I don't know. Like for Ricky Stewart, he's actually started building this game up already after the after the win that they they snatched. Um, they clutched from the the you know they'd had that game won and then the West Tigers had come back and just about stole it in the end. Um, and he started with you know going off in the press conference and building around this 300th game of Jared Crocker back in Canberra. Now there is no need for motivation for Canberra. You know what I mean? You've got a coach that's going to put it all on why you go out there and play for this guy, what he means to the club. But when you're on the other side, there's no easier motivation than going to spoil the party. You know, and of course, where they sit on the table, and going into a buy, the Warriors want this game. You know, you've got to remember the Brisbane haven't had their buys yet. There's teams still to come with plenty of points left in the bank. So it's a little bit of a false economy when you're looking at that board, that leaderboard. Um, and here's the Warriors with an opportunity. I think they regret 
um, that two-point loss that they had. Um, when I'm saying they've lost the two points against Brisbane, they get it back against the Dolphins. And, of course, now they get a chance to go in with four-point turnaround against the Raiders. And, I, I, look, I like them. I think they can go and spoil the party. Well, there you go. Uh, text us in your tips, actually, for this Friday night. What do you think is going to happen? Maybe the margin as well. Double eight, double three. I'll drop it in the YouTube channel comments. We'll take one more quick break and uh, finish up after that. Yeah, just before we finish up, plenty of comments on uh, the YouTube channel and text in here as well on double eight, double three. Not going to be able to get all of them, but someone did say having uh, Ali debuting could potentially be a masterstroke from Webby. As years back, Conrad Harrell used to torment Jared Croker. So it uh, could be a masterstroke. And some other news that's just come through as well. Uh, Kempi, no uh, Cody Walker for the Rabbitohs this weekend against the Dragons. Yeah, no, he's just uh, just uh, didn't finish training. Looks like he's pulled his quad muscle, um, which is a, a serious enough injury for him too when you're thinking that he's pushing for New South Wales honours. That's, that's the other thing. Yeah. This weekend, mate, you've got players playing for Origin jersey. So the games you're watching... Look out. Yeah, there's a good weekend to pick it up uh, if you haven't been watching for the last few. Uh, that is us for another Wednesday. Uh, great to have Dallin Martini's Lesniak on. Go and great have man. a listen back to that interview if you didn't catch it on our podcast channels. We will have live commentary of the Raiders this Friday night. Build up from 7pm with kickoff at 8 o'clock. But that is us. We will hand over to the run home with Kirsten B. Can Ken Tire change your life? No.